0: Today, I consider myself the luckiest man
1: on the face of the earth. I was born, right? Who's scruffy looking? Prince all night! Come with me if you want to live. Walk drive Mr. Scott. No. I am a father. Born. You gotta be a man to wear tights. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. Yes, sir. I have
0: roused with an alligator. I don't tussle with a whale. I don't handcuff lightning
1: those And One small step for man. One giant leap for man. <laughs> of
0: Scotland! This is Sparta! Are you not entertained? Go ahead. Make my day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Grits. I'm your host, Michael Stuckey. And I'm Tyler. Tyler. I was sidekick. A- I ain't not so much of a sidekick. You're co Partner. Partner. Life
1: partner. <laughs> not quite. Hey, hey, hey. All right. What you drinking? I have Jack Daniel's Honey Blend. Man, love that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's awesome.
0: It is smoother it's smoother than mother's milk. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I I I actually don't remember I don't either.
1: I was like ten when I stopped, so uh, I really don't remember breastfeeding. We got
0: a Time magazine the other day
1: and yeah, we, did you see the... that? Uh I don't... Is, my my dad picked it up and he said, If you're
0: too old to remember, it's it's time to quit.
1: That kid <laughs> is never gonna live that down. No. Because someone's gonna find it at his high school and just gonna like photocopy and post it on everybody's locker and his life will be over his, over. his mom is over. smoking but yeah it's just so weird yeah. like
0: well he's gonna get it from both sides he's gonna get like dude your mom is hot and yeah then he's gonna be like you remember that don't you like everybody's <laughs> gonna come
1: over to his house and look at his mom and be like hey i've seen side boob like it's just gonna be really uncomfortable for everyone involved yeah. and it's it was just so weird it's like are you making a statement? Okay, breastfeed your kid. I don't care what you do. I don't know.
0: It, I guess it's 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 kind of a California thing. Um, Probably. Well, I mean, I like I know a lot of movie stars and people are, are really into that thing, but uh, who knows?
1: Yeah, it's just there's no need to like throw in our face and like yeah. put on the yeah. cover. <laughs> like whatever, do what you want to do. I don't care. Gotcha. Like, don't put on a yeah. damn magazine. <laughs> well, that's a little tangent,
0: but uh, yeah. I, I love the Jack Daniel's honey whiskey. It's um it's incredible. Yep. You really can drink it on the rocks. And a lot of people drink whiskey on the rocks period, but yeah. if you're if you're new to bourbon whiskey um
1: try the honey stuff. It will it, it it's a good palate cleanser. Um you'll feel manly with it cuz you can just put it in a glass and drink it and not shudder, you know, get that weird whiskey shake that you get cuz of the <laughs> The bite. Yeah, yeah. So you'll feel like Don Draper when you're drinking it. <laughs> um,
0: Drinking uh, America's oldest brewery. Pottersville. Yep. Yingling traditional lager. Since
1: 1829. I haven't been able to think of... Yingling... I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time I had a regular Yingling, but I think it might have been before the World Cup. I guess that was two summers ago. Jeez, man. That was a long I had time a, ago. I had a pitch. Well, the reason it sticks out in my mind is it was one of those, like, day drinking kind of situations because we were going to a bar to watch the game and we were drinking at Little Italy and I had a picture of it and I just remembered it smelled really bad for some reason. It just smelled like puke. I don't know what it was.
0: <laughs> Dude, I kept,
1: didn't watch the, the I, pitcher. I guess. I kept drinking it and I finished the whole pitcher. <laughs> but then by the time I got to the bar, it was like, you know, I was drunk and it was super hot because you know it was middle of summer. <laughs> and we went to that bar and it was packed. It was yeah, like one in, one out. Like nobody could get in. Man, and it was awesome. You watching find out the game. how many
0: soccer fans are really around. When- <laughs> I know
1: it's so weird. It's like nobody gives a crap about soccer, and yeah. then it's World Cup, and all of a sudden everybody's obsessed. I know. I know. People like Jim Trucks. I know you're listening. <laughs> Pretend to be soccer fans. Will Edelman. Yeah, man. I'm, I
0: play FIFA, so. Well, I play Mario Kart, but you don't see me watching NASCAR. Hey, that's. Well, I think I'd rather compare that to Indy car racing. Yeah. So.
1: I'd, but, watch, uh, I'd watch both of them if they had shells that they threw at each other and banana peels and stuff, <laughs> make it more exciting. The Mystery Block. Yeah. Um. Well, cool, man. Uh,
0: that's what we're drinking today. So, go get some honey whiskey and uh, yingling. Um, Mix them together. Good stuff. So, uh, Tyler, today. What's coming up this weekend? Uh, not much. Not much? Other than... Father's Day. Father's Day. Thank you. Yeah, today we're going to talk about Father's Day, the Padres, um... The
1: baseball team?
0: Sure, man. Yeah, wouldn't it? I love the Padres. just being a little cultural right there, so... Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about some dads, um, some cool dads, some bad dads, some some dad qualities, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So what I thought we could do was get a little funny, and we'll bring it in serious time later. Okay. What are your favorite favorite dads from from pop culture, from TV, movies? Uh, how about you? You go one, then I'll go one. Okay,
1: right off the bat, America's first family, Homer Simpson. Ooh. <laughs> Great nice, nice. T V dad, even though he's a
0: arguably like a terrible dad. Horrible but. <laughs> dad.
1: But also still kind of a good dad yeah, because at the yeah. end of the day he does anything and everything for his family, even if he is even lazy if he does and, choke his son. Yeah, he chokes his son and <laughs> just sits on the couch drinking beer. I mean mm-hmm. he is like The blueprint for what you see in pretty much all sitcoms now with the bumbling idiot dad like yeah yeah i really don't think anybody did it before the simpsons i think homer's kind of the template but still love the characters still love the show well
0: he is like like what you're saying he he does not wear the pants oh god he's not like your uh um your al bundy's or um what are you saying al bundy wears the pants
1: uh, he's just like a man's man, like a you know woman, like kind of. See, I think Al Bundy is like, I'm not impacted. He's miserable. Obviously, yeah, yeah. he hates his life. <laughs> he used to be manly because he was like a football star, but he can't get over his glory days, and he always wants to go back. Definitely.
0: Um, that wasn't mine. That wasn't. I didn't, I didn't yeah. mean to say that. But uh, one of my favorites is. Uh, see if you can
1: guess. We, we named a dog Indiana. That would be. <laughs> Oh, I can't even remember his name. Like, obviously, it's Indiana Jones's dad, played by Sean Connery. But it's Doctor Jones, man. Did they ever say uh, that? Is he? He's no, he, he's senior. He's, he's Henry Jones Senior. Yeah, because he always calls him Junior. Yeah, junior. we're named
0: a dog Indiana Junior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. uh First of all, Sean Connery is he's James Bond. Seriously, um, it's like fan. Fiction. He, he's got some of the. I mean, if anybody has a hired cult following than he does I, I don't know uh well it's not an amy buddy, okay. but um <laughs> you get my drift he, yeah. he's just he's just a dude a a cool dude yeah and uh
1: had I some mean, awesome roles the it, it,
0: rock come on <laughs> welcome to the rock gentlemen that movie actually wasn't that bad it wasn't it wasn't even though uh nicholas cage nicholas cage yeah <laughs> not sure <sad. laughs> whatever um all right
1: you go uh eric taylor friday night lights Ooh, nice and if you haven't watched friday night lights don't bother listening to this podcast because i don't want you listening if you haven't watched that show because yes it, it, it's the best show i've ever watched
0: i'll, I'll have to say I'll, i will admit that i wasn't a believer um for a long time i i saw that movie in high school the the, the movie version and i didn't like it um steve i'm gonna give another try i promise <laughs> Um, but I just thought the show was the same and I, I don't know, I get Tyler crap for watching it. And then Did
1: I watched, watched an episode and I couldn't stop. Yeah. For those of you who are in the same situation, I personally, I like the movie. Uh, I mean, it's just, you're, it's pretty run of the mill football movie. Um, it's it not like, terrible, not great, but it's like just
0: depressing as well.
1: It is. It is depressing. Cause you know, it's, Texas, it's not
0: that. remember the Titans.
1: That, yeah. Sad. But the show is, like, the show... First of all, the show is fictional. The movie is based on the book, which is a true story. Um, But the TV show is, like, different. It's, like, very, very, very loosely based on it. But, like, all the characters are made up. And it's completely different storylines and all that. And it's my favorite show ever, I'd have to say. Mm -hmm. And Coach Taylor is he he makes the show. I mean there are a ton of great characters, that's what's so great about yeah, it, but yeah. he's definitely my favorite character. It's interesting
0: interesting you say that cuz I, I think as we talk about more dad stuff like you know obviously we have a uh, a different side, we you know we we are the father son yeah. kind of duo that's, Well, that's the relationship we know whereas Coach Taylor has girls, you know. Mhm. And uh, but he's still but you could you could argue that the football team... Oh, yeah. He's, he's a huge he's, father figure. He's enormous, and
1: he's incredible. And that's where, that's where the show shines, yes, is yes. the relationship he has with his players.
0: <clears> that's <throat> just great. All right. Um, my turn. I'm going to have to say uh, Phil Dunphy. I'm going to go a little... That's a good one. A little new age here. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, yeah, he's uh, Ty Burleson's character on Modern Family um he is the silliest by far yeah um he is a nerd he is uh he's just goofy but um watch the show it's funny he's got a great relationship with luke his son yeah um that they're literally like best friends and that that's really all you can ask for so
1: yeah (laughs) uh my turn yeah go walter white ooh, breaking man man man. and might be maybe a little controversial um let's discuss a little bit although i guess if people watch the show they'd have to agree but to not i mean i'm not gonna spoil anything if you haven't watched the show another show you need to watch another one of the best shows i've ever seen hands down but does does whatever it takes for his family and that's a pretty good indicator of a good father. Um, the stuff he does may not be pretty, kind of in the same vein of Tony Soprano, which I haven't seen a Soprano, so I won't name him. But he does what he has to do. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's 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 rough, the stuff he does. But everything he does, he does for his family. And and he, he actually is a good dad. Like, yeah, you know, he... Tries to keep involved in his son's life and talks to him, helps him with his homework, gives him rides to school, big pick, picks him up. He's good with his infant daughter um in later seasons. He's just also a drug manufacturer on the side. But all right. Yeah. Cool. Jay you got any others?
0: I know we've hit a hit a few.
1: Michael Bluth.
0: Oh man that's a great
1: one another one who does whatever it takes for a son puts him first you can be
0: uh, mr manager <laughs> that's me mr manager <laughs> no, no 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 we just a manager
1: <laughs> hey dad does this purse go with this dress <laughs> okay well, can't we, go down that no, road we are, we'll we we quote getting for into hours
0: <laughs> uh tangent territory here um, we need to do an
1: arrested development episode oh uh, yeah let's do that stay tuned In a couple weeks. We'll do it closer to when the new stuff starts.
0: That'd be great. That'd be great. So, let's let's break away from uh, pop culture dads and uh, talk about what is a dad supposed to be?
1: Well, the most important thing a dad can be is there. I mean, hands down, like being present, not running out on his family, um, being there to raise his kids. I mean, that right there. You've already done... That's like half the battles, yeah. just being showing there and up. showing up. Yeah. And the other half is not being a complete dickhead. Like, not being an alcoholic, not beating your kids, not beating their mom, whatever. I mean, if you can, if you can somehow do those two things... I mean, I know it's tough to fight those impulses, but... I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> like... It not doing those things you're you're definitely on the right track gotcha
0: that's that's a great point everything
1: else is just kind of like semantics you know if you you know how much you play catch with your son or if you treat your daughter like a princess or whatever like everybody wants to
0: yeah i mean like debate that stuff yeah i guess this is hard for us to talk about because we're both we're both not dads but yeah
1: i'd have to say that That i know of (laughs) just
0: kidding (laughs) Um, I'd have to say that, you know, there's not like a a handbook out there that you can just follow. Like, yeah. here's step
1: one, you know, do
0: this, do that.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I think worrying about whether you're being a good dad or a good parent, period, like that right there shows you that you are on the right track. Like you if care. you are worrying about being a good parent, then you're probably doing okay. It's the people who... The people who are like getting drunk and beating their kids or whatever, I really don't think they stay up at night worrying if they're being a good parent or not, because most likely they have about ten brain cells and gotcha. just kind of do what they want. You know, I think if you if if you
0: have a dad like that, there's there's only two options that you can do when you become a father: is uh, you either are just like your dad was,
1: yeah. or you're the exact opposite. Well. Unfortunately, you see a lot of people who choose the former. Yeah. A lot of people whose dads ran out on them do the exact same. They talk about how mad they are at their dad for not being there and for leaving their mom. But then the second they get a girl pregnant, they skip town. And yep, yep. It's like the irony is completely lost on them. Mm-hmm. And then it just perpetuates the cycle and nothing ever gets better.
0: It's sad. I um, I don't know. What, I mean, to me, a dad is like... He's the biggest role model you'll ever have yeah. when it comes to learning anything about being a grown up. Being an I, I don't know, like any step on along the way, you can look to your dad for advice. Yeah, you can um, look, look to, to him me. to to know how to be a man, how to be how to be a good man, how to be um, you know. I mean, he's the, he's the rock of your of your existence. Yeah um and that that's not to say that moms don't have a point but you know this is fathers day that we're talking about so yeah. um you know and uh, I, I don't know I, I i've always thought it's pretty cool that um dads kind of i i think have this unique ability to be a parent but also be a a friend yeah um it, when you tread that line it's hard for some people, but it's like you—you you have to establish yourself as a parent mm-hmm. always, like way earlier, and then—and then, did you death, huh? Yeah, then then you then you take your son camping and you teach him how to itch and fart and yeah, <laughs> you know. My dad taught me how to fart. Poop it burp. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. It's um. It's hard to explain, really. Yeah. So. um another I I wanted to lead with this coming in but uh, I always think of and this is going to sound so lame but this is one of my favorite movies I put a clip of it at the end of the third one and I don't think you know about it yet but I it's I think I do know
1: Cameron told me
0: it's uh, it's from Hook yeah. and uh, Peter Pan he uh, well I think Rufio says it best he says <laughs> at, at his, as he's dying he says you know what I wish? I wish I had a dad like you.
1: I thought he said, I wish you were my dad. No, he said, I wish I had a dad like
0: you. Yeah. And uh, not only is that like a great Peter Pan film, um, but it deals with like, it deals with that father son relationship so well. Yeah. I mean, his son Jack gets kidnapped and Captain Hook, I'm sorry, I'm getting on a tangent with this, but I love the movie. Um. He he kidnaps him and he and he turns him against his father. Yeah, you know, because in the, cause his dad is a he's a dick. I mean, he's he drinks too much. He he's not around ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always missing stuff. Um, and he's just a strict guy. I mean, he, he just doesn't. He he's married to his job and not a, not his family.
1: Yeah, but then he turns it around, all because of a group of misfit orphans yes and Julia Roberts yeah which Tinkerbell's so weird in that movie <laughs> that, that always freaks me out alright alright
0: yeah. it's a good movie but g- I love it I'm not though.
1: big on Julia Roberts okay never really liked her she's from Georgia so so she are a lot of people I <laughs> <laughs> you all? had this big Georgia thing I do but there are plenty of dicks that were she's, born in Georgia she's the exception yeah okay I was trying to think of somebody really bad who was born in Georgia but Hitler was born in Georgia. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> Moved back to Germany right after. Oh man.
0: Athens, Ooh. to be exact. Yeah. Ugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, see Athens <laughs> is in Georgia. For those who don't know, I hate the University of Georgia with a passion because I'm from Georgia and they're all jerks. And Welcome. uh We can talk more about that in the football
0: Well, we'll talk about football when football season comes. But, uh, yeah, let's get back to dads. Um, Tyler, have you seen the book 1,000 Rules for Your Unborn Son? Uh, I go to the blog. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. I was just there today. Yeah. It's uh, – if you haven't seen it, there's a link. Go to the the Father's Day gift guide on dot com. Nice. And, uh, you'll be able to find the link to straight to Amazon and you can purchase it about 11 bucks, but it's, it's great. I mean, and I don't think you have to have an unborn son to buy this book. I mean, um, technically anybody could have. Yeah. Like I I love to read it. Um, but it's just like, it's just simple things.
1: Um, give us a few examples. Like that you read today. Uh, Oh, what was the one? It's hard to put you on the spot. No, it's okay. Um, there's one that the one that's jumping in my mind. Right now, for some reason, is uh, I promise not to be your barber if you promise not to be my psychiatrist, which I thought was kind of a good one because yeah. I got a lot of bad haircuts from well my mom, but still they still haunt me. And actually, I know that my dad got his haircut from his dad, and even like at like two years old, he was getting like crew cuts, <laughs> so. I, I think I can understand the whole "I promised not to be your barber" part, <laughs> um, but there's just a lot of a lot of good advice about like I'm trying to think of some of the better ones. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's, I think he's up to like 500 or something now. Th- there's been a lot of baseball ones recently. One was like, uh, always get to a baseball game early so you can get the best seat or something like that. And there's one that's like. Never miss the uh, team picture. It has a picture of the team from uh, Bad News Bears. Nice. That was cool. Even though I haven't seen that movie, i always wanted to. Um, Here's a few. Um, Don't
0: show up the pitcher, or the next one will be in your ear. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of baseball ones in here. Yeah. He got on a big kick lately. Nothing wrong with that. Baseball's great. Ooh, here's one.
0: Never underestimate the power of taking out the trash without being asked. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a. It's just really cool because it's just like life lessons and, um, I mean they're they're all condensed. I mean it's just advice and life life lessons like just in in one little It's little quips. Yeah. And and there's so many of them. So,
1: um, you could you could knock out the entire thing within an hour. Like you could read everything he's posted because you can just blow through mm-hmm, it so quick. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. I mean it's really like just little one sentence things but some of it can be really profound and i wish i could think of better examples right yeah now i know it. it's
0: uh it's hard um it reminds me my my dad um he did this for my mom also but his, i thought it was awesome um i haven't i haven't had it recently because because uh, i've been away but he, mm-hmm. he used to write quotes down for us and just like leave them on our desks or like You know, on our pillow, when we wake up, it's there and it's, I mean, I don't know. It's cool because, and they're always different. So, yeah, I go to school and I, and be thinking about it and, um, Uh I don't know. I I just, it's, it's something simple, something small. It's different than a hug. Yeah. You know, it's a word hug. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Let's talk about some bad qualities in fathers that we've seen, like, uh, you know, experienced from our point of view, like like our friends' fathers or, or you know, it, other than, like, TV and stuff. And, and uh, you know, so I, I've got this one story in mind. Uh, we went to camp when I was a kid as a class, like, uh, fifth grade for a week. And one of the dads that came along uh First of all, he was a little weird, but he, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember one of my friends doing something. I don't think it was like bad, mm-hmm. but this man came over and he lit into this guy. This is not his son. This yeah. is some. This is some other, you know, some uh, other kid that's agree. in his son's class. And he, yeah. I mean, uh, he was yelling so loud and so angrily it was like first of all, you shouldn't yell at your own kid like that, yeah, absolutely don't do it to some other guy, yeah, don't that's... do it to some other kid i mean i i wouldn't e I i don't even he didn't even deserve it, yeah, you know and, and uh I don't know that, like some something else is going on he got you got problems with something else if you if you have to take out your anger on some fifth grader,
1: yeah, well, you clearly have like ego problems and it's easy for you to pick on someone who can't do anything back and that's pretty pathetic that's like the anti-man quality um doing something like that i mean that's keeping your keeping your cool and staying patient with your kids is pretty important and and any kids because obviously this wasn't his son but yeah i know it's definitely very
0: important but it's like he he felt like he had to do that because that kid's father wasn't there. It's like, no, I mean, I I don't know. I, (laughs) there, it's weird because I always felt like if I was over at my friend's house a lot and I got disciplined by this, their parents, they were never too harsh about it, but I, you know, I thought that was okay. It was kind of cool because they felt comfortable doing it, but that is, you know, there's a line to cross.
1: Yeah. I I definitely remember a few times (laughs) Getting, like, punished collectively by friends, parents, um, as recently as a few years ago. <laughs> because I went home and we all got busted drinking in the woods and we were all underage. This was, like, freshman year of college. yeah. And yeah. one of my buddy's parents, like, sat me and him down in the basement and, like, lectured us. And it was miserable. And they, like, made me spend the night because i'd had three beers and by their calculations i wouldn't be sober till next week which i don't know how they came with that but um it was it was really weird like having them like lecture both of us mm-hmm. and, like mm-hmm. his mom was crying and stuff but you know i i mean uh, it, I, it wasn't that big a deal let me ask you this: was it worth it drinking yeah always it's fun it's never not worth it's it it's a good story yeah. I yeah. mean, it was terrifying when we came out of the woods and saw the <laughs> cop cars, but it was all our idiot friend's fault because yeah. he was so stupid stupid and loud and gotcha. blew our cover, but um, um, it was still
0: great. Yeah. One uh, quality I, I was just thinking of was like, I don't know, tell me if this is true for you too, but I could have gotten yelled at by my parents. I could have been grounded could have gotten a lot of trouble but if they were disappointed in me
1: yeah it was worse when you're about to start your sixth year of undergrad you kind of quit worrying about disappointing your parents because you left that in the dust a long time ago hey man and man. it kind of gets a point where it's like you know what tyler you're, you're i'm disappointed in my tyler, tyler no. i'm proud of you
0: man <sighs> <Please>. okay
1: <laughs> well actually my dad has been really understanding through the whole thing it was my mom who was Super disappointed when I switched out hey, pre med. That's all right.
0: It, you, well, she's, she, she's she, a nurse. Yeah, that she, was. She was just eager and eager. To well, now that.
1: she's like super excited that I want to be a teacher, even though you know not 100 percent set on it. But gotcha. Um, no, my dad was cool with the whole thing, but, but I just always joke that their expectations can't get any lower because yeah, I'm now going to be in college when my third or when my youngest sister gets in college. I'm proud of you, man. Five and a half years <laughs> younger than me, and we're going to be in college at the same that's time. So great.
0: Um, I guess what I'm really trying to say is like, believe in your kids. Yeah. Um. There's there's no, there's no worse feeling than. And I don't I don't think I've ever had to experience this, and I I'm grateful. But I, I don't know. You can see it on TV. Yeah. But if your parents don't believe in you your dad doesn't believe in you like it that's hard
1: yeah yeah I, I was definitely lucky that my parents always believed in me um i think maybe my mom believed in me too much <laughs> <laughs> i was a pretty i was what you call a mama's boy uh right up until high school and i little was little baby discovered girls and then I wasn't so much of a mama's boy, which didn't make mama happy. That's all right. But dad was always very realistic and is like, you know, he would definitely compliment me, but he wasn't one of those like, you know, oh, you're so good. You know, you're the best. Cause like, obviously like football, I was never a starter five years playing football. I never started, but my dad would still like commend me on like, you know, how hard I hustled, uh, like i remember for one instance uh freshman year i was on kickoff return and so you know i got on the field like three four times a game maybe something like that just depended but uh it's freshman year and we were playing a team that had uh i don't know if we were playing a, like a jv team or a varsity team or what um, cause we had to, our schedule was all messed up cause we were a new high school. So we had to just play whoever would play us. Um, it's kind of like a scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> and so we played this school and I just remember like, you know, we ran back, our returner caught the ball, you know, we formed the wall or whatever, started running forward. And I saw this guy just straight like gunning for me and I knew it was going to be bad. And next thing I knew I was looking up at the sky and I was like, what just happened? But I popped back up and, like, ran. And it happened, like, every time I went out there, you know, another, like, one or two times. And, like, my dad, you know, complimented me on it saying, you know, yeah, you got knocked on your ass, but, you know, you immediately popped back up Mm -hmm. and ran after the play and kept going. And, like, he was always very realistic in his praise of, like, yeah, you're not a starter, but you haven't quit. You know, other guys who were starters did quit. Like, I which always blew my mind because, you know, I mean, I guess they could have gotten burnout or whatever, stuff that I might not have understood because they played football, you know, at least twice as long as I had. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, he I, I think it was just an important lesson, excuse me, you know, just to, you know, you should always praise your kids, but be realistic in your praise, you know. Don't tell them that they're, The best baseball player you've ever seen, if you know they haven't made contact with the ball all year and can't ground a single—I mean, ultimately, you're not helping them. Like,
0: like, like like all those kids you see on American Idol that are terrible. Like somebody, somebody needs to tell them they can't sing. Yeah, you know, it's basically
1: everybody who's ever on a reality (laughs) show—way too much praise from their parents or not enough. It's a tricky situation, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. It's, it's actually, have you seen that thing going around? Um, that high school graduation speech that teacher gave where he told all the kids they're not special. It's been on like. I've heard about it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, it's famous. It, it's making the rounds quick because not only was it like pretty harsh for a graduation speech, which is usually all about like, oh, the places you'll go and your potential is limitless and all that other bullcrap we were fed. <laughs> but the guy is David McCullough Jr. Which, if you recognize that name, you know that David McCullough is, like, America's greatest living historian. He wrote 1776. He's got, like, two Pulitzers under his belt. Uh, he wrote John Adams. He wrote Truman. I'm currently reading John Adams, actually. But he's just amazing writer, amazing historian. And this is his son, who's an English teacher at this high school. But he basically told these kids, like, you aren't special. You are, even if you're one in a million, there's six billion people in the world seven billion people so that would still mean there are seven thousand other people who are just like you or something like that yeah yeah and it was like people are like some people are saying like he was too harsh but for the most part everybody kind of agrees that like it's about time somebody like quit bullcrapping these kids and like told them the truth and he even like said like your whole lives you've been coddled and wrapped in bubble paper bubble wrap and like (laughs) protected from the cruel world but now you're about to go out into it and I don't know. It's just kind of the same mindset of like your kids need to understand that like they're not super special and there's a million, billion people just like them, but at the same time they need to understand that they're special to you gotcha, and that you love them and you cherish them and that, That, that should be enough.
0: That makes me think of like one thing, one thing I like about being a dad is it's, I think it's easier to – I say that. I'm not a father. (laughs) One thing I don't think I like about dads is that, you know, (laughs) at least my dad laughs about this kind of thing. But, you know, when you want your kids to learn a lesson, when they're doing something that they could get hurt on, here's here's what he does. He sits back, crosses arms, and he just says, hey, watch this you know the kid sticks his finger in the light socket he's not gonna do it again (laughs) that's true you know whereas um whereas maybe the mom's like don't do that don't do that no And, and then they're like oh you know and um yeah you learn by your mistakes and um and and then he is there to pick you up yeah and uh that's not anything against moms that's just that's it's just the difference. difference. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, um, you, you want your child to be safe and, um, but they also need to learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, yeah. See, not, I, I think that I, that is one, one of the biggest things I look forward to. That sounds <laughs> crazy, but just like watching your kids grow up and learn, I, I mean, that's got to be an amazing feeling. Yeah, and them accomplishing things, and um, I don't know. Along with like believing in your kids, like I think you should want your kids to be better than you are. Oh yeah, like like you, you can't, you shouldn't want to relive your glory days through them. You, you shouldn't yeah. want to um, be in competition with your kids. Like you, you want your kids to outshine you. Yeah, and, uh,
1: absolutely. You want each generation to yeah, get better and better. Yeah, like, always improving. I mean, There's, if you were, just because you were a star wide receiver, if your kid's an amazing concert pianist, like, you should be happy that he's so good at this one thing, even yeah. if it's not what you were good at. Like, you should still be happy that he has something he's good at, or she.
0: And that's pretty cool to say, like, yeah, that's my son, that's yeah. my that's my I mean, kid.
1: Pride can be found in any situation. Yeah. Well. If your kid's the best drug dealer in the county, then maybe not there. I mean, you could be proud, unless you taught him how to do it. Um, yeah. If your kid is Jesse Pinkman, <laughs> another Breaking Bad
0: reference. Uh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing that I really enjoyed about my father. Uh-huh. Um. My dad uh, has lupus, and uh, he he got to start working at home around fifth grade. Um, before that he was working, selling medical supplies and he was really good at his job, but it, it burned him out. And, um, and then he got sick. Um, but honestly, that was the best thing that ever happened to him. He, yeah. uh, I, I joined the scout troop that year and my dad started coming to mm-hmm. stuff. And then eventually he got more involved and then he became the scout master. Uh-huh. And, uh, one of the coolest things to me was um, all my friends in scouting came up to me and and were like, Michael, your dad is so cool. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've always thought that, but I was just like – it was extremely validating and made me very proud um, to hear other kids say that. Because not only was – not only was he – a good father to me, but he, I mean, he, he was a good father figure to other, other guys. And, um, yeah, another thing is like, he he never, he never daddy balled me. I mean, he didn't, he, you know, he used to be my soccer coach too. He he didn't put me in because I was his son and and damn it, my son's going to play. And, uh, you know, no, I mean, I mean, when, When I messed up, he'd yell at me in front of the the team or, you know, and, and, uh, he didn't treat me any differently, which, um, I, I figured out early on is, is a great thing. Um, you know, I I don't know. It it was just, um, so that time of my life was very special to me because, um, my dad and I got to hang out all the time and, uh. I don't know. He, he's he's my best friend because of that. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool.
1: Uh, me and my dad kind of had a rocky road for probably the majority of my life. Pre college, um, we are a lot alike, which typically means like a lot of butting heads and not getting along and all that. And it it really got bad when I was in high school because I was just. Really rebellious and I mean that honestly, I wasn't rebellious by like normal standards. It was more like coming in at eleven oh two instead of eleven kind of stuff. But I was the firstborn, so like everything I did my parents thought like, Oh, we we gotta to send him to military school. Like he said, Hell, like there's no way we can tolerate this kid. So, you know, I was like the guinea pig, all that stereotypical stuff, but Uh, my parents are divorced and unfortunately, you know, I mentioned earlier that I was a mama's boy and that meant that I kind of took mama's side and everything, which is hard not to because, and I I hope this doesn't sound sexist or anything, but you know, women are really good at playing on emotions and like, obviously like my mom would cry about stuff Never saw my dad cry. It was easy to take mom's side. Yeah. And, you know, my mom was like the nurturing one and like really loving. And, you know, my dad was, you know, he was, he was fairly hard on me when I was younger and when I was in high school. So I kind of took mom's side and things had kind of got better in college. And then more stuff happened and we actually ended up not talking because of me for almost two years uh it was probably a year and nine months did not talk had no contact um he, he, he tried to contact me but I ignored a lot of his phone calls and stuff and I eventually kind of came to see things a little different started to understand as I got older that you know every story has three sides her side his side and the truth somewhere in the middle. And I started to see that my mom was not perfect. And, you know, I love my mom and she's a great mother. But, you know, divorce is just a bad situation. And she was just somebody who was hurt and, you know, wanted her kids on her side kind of thing. And, you know, it kind of warped our image of of my dad. But, um, anyway, we... I eventually started talking to him again because I started to see that maybe he wasn't so wrong after all. Maybe he, you know, I I kind of started to understand him as a man and see that he wasn't perfect and he can't understand, you can't expect anyone to be perfect. But I say all this because we have been like talking again for, I guess, a year and a half now. And he... Has never made me feel bad about it. He's never brought it up to make me feel guilty. He's he's just glad. Yeah. He's just glad you're talking to him. Yeah. And I mean, our relationship is better than it's ever been, like ever in my entire life. It's like, it's weird because it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a new birth kind of thing. That sounds stupid. No, 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 no. It it sounds stupid (laughs) to say like that, but it's like, we're fine Like, we're hanging out... It's almost like we're hanging out for the first time ever. New beginning. New beginning. And yeah. it's like, we just don't talk about the past. I mean, we do sometimes. But, you know, it's never in like a... Well, you know, you didn't talk to me for whatever. Like, he never made me feel bad about it. And, yeah. you know... Like, I'm happy to have, like, both my parents in my life. And to be on good terms with them. Even if my mom drives me crazy sometimes. I still love her. And, you know, I still love my dad. And it's just nice like being able to see him as a friend now uh, which is something he had always told me like when I was younger especially in high school when we had so many problems he would say you know like my job is not to be your buddy my job is to be your dad one day we can be friends but not now and of course back then I'm like whatever man I'll never (laughs) be your friend I'm gonna go listen to the used or brand new or whatever stupid crap I listened to back then but it's really true. Like, I i mean, like, me and my dad, like, joke now. Like, we tell, like, dirty jokes. I tell <laughs> him stories about, like, getting drunk, and he just laughs about it. You know, like, we really are, like, buddies now, and I we talk a lot. Like, I just talked to him on the phone a couple hours ago, and it's always nice talking to him, and I love going home to see him. You know, I, I went home a couple weeks ago for... A bachelor party and they were actually like the the bachelors well the, the bachelor the whatever you want to call it <laughs> they were at a braze game and i got into my hometown which is like 30 minutes south of atlanta i got in um they weren't to atlanta yet so i just hung out with my dad and i actually ended up just hanging out with him while they went to the braze game i just kind of decided you know what like i'll see those guys later i have all weekend with them but I'm kind of just enjoying talking to my dad and hanging out with my dad. And, you know, it's it's weird because in high school I would have done anything possible to get away from him and go hang out with my friends in a Moe's parking lot because we had nothing better to do. We did really stupid stuff like that. But anyway, there's was a big, big rambling there. But I guess, like, that's one of my favorite. You're,
0: you're telling the world your story.
1: Yeah, like I'm. I just really appreciate that, like, he hasn't made me feel guilty. He never, like, brings it up to try to make me feel bad or guilt me into doing something. Like, it's just kind of, that's what happened. We can't change it, but, you know, we can change how we move forward. And moving forward, everything's been better than it's ever been. Akuna Matata. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't mean to belittle that. That's just, um, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So, I... So father son relationship uh to me is the one of the most important um well both your parents and uh if you have siblings too it's i'm just family is so important yeah um so dads be there for your kids kids understand that your dad's not perfect and be his buddy yeah. um he he wants to be your friend one day one day um and maybe maybe early yeah but um but Tyler wasn't such a such a punk in high school maybe it- <laughs> I wasn't that bad
1: <laughs> I was just rebellious yeah, yeah. all right i didn't mean to call you out i'm sorry no i i actually when i think back on it karma's going to get me bad when i am a parent. cuz yeah. i was i was a smart ass i wasn't like doing drugs or anything i didn't even drink till like towards the end of my senior year of high school but i was Big smart ass. I talk back big time, so I'm in for it. Yeah. When I have kids.
0: I don't know, man. It, it's gonna it's gonna be weird. Yeah. But uh, I don't know it, if I can say for the record, if I am half as good as dad as my dad is, then you know I got it made. So
1: yeah. If I'm half as good a dad as Coach Taylor, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Um. So, I think we're going
0: to close out here. We'll Sorry ahead. for the bunch of rambling, but it's a special day. Hang out with your dad. Take him to the movies. Take him to lunch.
1: Buy him some flowers. Just see him as a person. Yeah. Just see him as a man and not some idol yeah, or yeah. cause of all your problems or whatever. Just kind of realize he's... He's trying to he's trying to do the best he can. Mm-hmm. He's figuring out things as he goes along. And twenty, thirty years ago, he was in your shoes, which is that's the scariest part of all. Yeah, yeah. realizing that uh, he used to be like me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: Go, uh, go do something stupid with your kid. I mean, with your dad. Happy Father's Day,
1: everybody. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Father's Day, Dad. Even though he's probably not listening. He'll listen. I don't think he knows how to do podcasts. You can teach him on Father's Day. I
0: could. Yeah. So, uh, signing off here, uh, here's our usual plug session. Go to thegritpodcast.com. As I mentioned before, we just posted a Father's Day gift guide. Um, It's a very simple infographic with uh, some links to some products. And uh, some of them may be pocket busters, but um, we understand that. If you have the means to um buy something nice, then you know then do it. I mean your dad deserves it um and uh follow us on Twitter at the grit and uh visit our facebook page like it um yeah, see you later. happy father's day and uh bangerang. <laughs> Daddy Peter, you daddy Hi, <laughs> right, Jack I know why I came back I know why I grew up I wanted to be a father I'm a daddy My
1: happy father I got it I got it I found it Ha, <laughs>